You're listening to The Endless Party with your hosts, Megan Elijah Armstrong. Hello, our friends. Welcome back to The Endless Party. We are so glad you are here. So, so glad. So this is actually something that has been occurring a lot in our lives as of late. And that's the don't go in guns a blazing party. And I think both myself and Meg and probably all of you listeners have gone into a situation or a conversation yes. with somebody guns a blazing. Yes. Where we you all have made <laughs> you've assumed something or you went oh. in when you were emotionally. What's the word? Emotionally out of control. Yeah, you just weren't in emotional control. Yeah. yeah. And so this actually happened within the past couple months for me. Uh, I had a conversation with somebody that I really care about, and it was an intense conversation. It was it was a lot. It was about a lot of things. It was about life. It was about business. It was about a plethora of topics. And I went nuts. I went. I absolutely lost it and went in guns a blazing. And it wasn't even that I felt bad that. I said certain things to that person. It was that I felt bad because I lost control. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was more ashamed of myself and my actions than I was about what I said to the individual. Because I didn't say anything that was untrue or cruel. Right. It was just that I lost my composure and I felt like that was hindering to my, I guess, my being and what I'm striving to become. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, we just wanted to talk about this a little bit. And if you guys have any thoughts on the subject and insights that you have, please let us know. Um, but yeah, so anyways, what what do you want to talk about on this topic, Meg? Uh, I think there's a couple of things. I think, I think there's a hard place where there are times in your life where you do need to have more of a confrontational conversation and confrontational put into the perspective of you need to approach someone and have a hard conversation about something that you believe in uh usually i've noticed it's life in life it's normally you have to readdress expectations yep you your ex- manage manage you know? so normally these conversations happen when you need to reevaluate your expectations and the other person's and then you have to you know come together and hopefully come to some conclusion because for whatever reason the situation or the relationship or whatever's going on is just not working out and you just can't really take it anymore and it's doing damage to you and that relationship you have with that person yeah and usually these conversations are had with people that you yes. care about, right? They're never had with like random, random no. people because like you'd never have a crucial conversation with somebody that's not important to you. Right. And so that's why it makes it even that much harder, right? It's usually like, it's people in business. It's usually with family. It's yeah, I would, I would say it's usually more with family I and would. friends and then business is probably third. Yeah. You know? 
But it yes, there will be times in your life where you do have to have these conversations mm-hmm. with people. And it's not a bad thing because every confrontation and conversation has the potential to strengthen the relationship you have with that person yeah. and to manage expectations, ease conflict, and to create a really good, you know, just to like mend everything that's going on. Yeah, no, absolutely. And... I actually read a book back in college that's called Crucial Conversation. Mm-hmm. And the, the entire thing is about how you should handle conversations with individuals. And one of the things that it talks about is AC. And it's actually kind of an interesting principle because whenever you get into a heated discussion, it's supposed to be AC to like cool it down, you know? Oh, kind of like a cool. funny acronym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what it is is like, it says the A stands for apologize when appropriate. Hmm. And then I believe it's contrast to fix misunderstandings. Contrast? Contrast. So kind of discuss misunderstandings. Oh, okay. And then um, the other C is crib, which stands for commit to seek mutual purpose, recognize the purpose behind the strategy, invent a mutual purpose, and brainstorm new strategies. And so the whole thing is like, okay, even in this, which is I, I actually kind of find fas- fascinating, is it says apologize when appropriate. When appropriate. Right? Don't be a doormat. Yeah, don't don't let somebody walk all over you and and understand that you might actually not been in the wrong with what you've said. And maybe they were or maybe they weren't. Like you both could have been right. And probably you both were right and both were wrong. That's yes. probably and how that's the probably what it was, went. right? And so it's like apologize when appropriate and then contrast misunderstanding. So it's like, okay, I misunderstood you here. Okay, like how can we better understand each other? What did you really mean by this? How can we further this example? Mm-hmm. You know? And then crib crib goes into a whole new thing, but it's basically like you guys want to commit to a better way. Yeah. Right. And what what's really difficult is when you find somebody that's not willing to compromise or commit, right? That when you're that's with those stubborn Yeah. passionate individuals that just won't budge. And so here's what's actually interesting on that. Um if you guys have any strategies to help out with that, like, please let us know yeah, because sure. I have I not found something that actually works with those type of people <laughs> other than uh, Meg's actually reading the book called Seven Habits of Highly Effective Oh, yeah. People We're right going to have a whole podcast on this, but continue. But she, we just discussed this and um, Stephen Covey writes about it on how certain situations like in a, in a marriage, you should be striving for collaboration and yes. that's everybody wins situation, right? Not a compromise where it's win a little, lose a little. Right. But there are situations and people in your lives that it's either a win-lose. And so instead of it being a win-lose for you or a win-lose for them, right? you just say, actually, we have to agree to disagree and you kind of cut ways, right? Until things can be collaborated. Yes. And I think that's the best way we've found so far. Yes, I agree. I can, yeah. I think so. It's like Meg even said. She's like, you don't want to be a doormat. No. You know, you don't want to apologize when there's no apology needed. 
And you don't want to apologize for fighting for something that you believe is right. A hundred percent. Right. Right. If you go to a business owner and you feel that you are being shorted, like let's say you're working 80 hours a week and you're only getting paid for 40. That's not, a, that's not appropriate. And so for you to go up to your boss and be like, hey, and even go in a, in a really nice way, not even in guns a blazing. Yeah, no, just. And then say, hey, actually, I really think I should be getting paid for that additional 40 hours. And the boss freaks out at you and says no. It's like, well, it's probably fine, better to find a new job now. Right. It's right? probably better it's probably to, to better just cut take ties. the no deal option. This isn't going to work out. And instead of me losing and you winning. Yeah. You I'm know. just going to And you losing and in the on. long run because I'm going to start to resent my boss. Exactly. And my job. It's like, well, yeah. we'll, just, we'll just nip it in the bud here and be done with it. Yep. And I think, too, it's important. I think before and after these conversations, I'm 100%. I mean, not 100 but I'm very sure that it is very appropriate to prepare. I know you have to prepare for these conversations. 100%. And take your space. Excuse me, I'm yawning. And I also know that after these conversations, you need to take some space. Yes, yes. Well, and yeah, and I guess They're that... They're emotional that, things. Well, and, they, and it goes hand in hand with like wins appropriate, right? Like, it, yeah, like you and I could have a very intense conversation and be completely fine five minutes later. Yes, we could. Right? Yeah. And so it just Because kinda, there's a level of trust established between us, yeah. we can kind of work through anything so whenever. Really, yeah, it really is just based on the person. But if there are those crucial conversations that you need to have in life, whether it's with a significant other, a family member, a friend, or a boss, or an employee, have those hard conversations, but realize like it's best not to go in guns a blazing. Yes. You know, I'm sure you've known from experience, but we've really learned from experience over these past few months. <laughs> if, if not, if it's not even for them, it's more for it's you. It's more for yourself. Like this, th- you know, what's interesting about this whole thing is like this has nothing to do with the other person. It's no, everything, it's everything to do with you. To do with you being able to put yourself in a situation where you can maintain your emotional regulation and control. That's what it is. It doesn't have anything to do with the other person. No, really. no. It has everything to do with you. Even if those people are really hard to deal with, right. it's it everything to do with you. It's still on you. Because even if you have that conversation and say it blows up in your face and the other person is freaking out. It doesn't matter. You, you were but able you to remain have that calm. conversation. You remain calm, then you can leave that situation with no regrets and then you can analyze the situation and, again and be like, okay, so this just isn't going to work out. Yep. And I've done all that I can. 100%. And you can find peace and still have control and confidence in yourself. Yeah. And I think that's so important. Oh, yeah. I agree. And, I mean, uh, a perfect example of this, this actually happened to um, someone that we care about a little while ago that they didn't even go into a conversation, guns a blazing. They sent a text message. Oh, yeah. We need to get – we in our modern world, we have to discuss this. Yeah, and it, it's – you need to make sure that you are in the right frame of mind before you send a text, before you send an email or a message or any type of Insta message, Ugh. period. Because Ugh. the person that we're talking about really, really hurt their relationship with yeah. somebody else. And, I mean, first of all, texts can get so misinterpreted. Okay, first of all, I just want to say nine times out of ten, probably 9.99, don't 
send the text yeah the email the letter wait until you are in enough like have enough emotional control to have a face-to-face or over the phone conversation because yeah like elijah was saying text messages are so misread absolutely like they can have a thousand different meanings and they are just not a reliable form of communication most people for example like alcohol gives people like liquid courage right right think hiding behind a screen gives people a lot of courage yes that's why you have like internet trolls and we've all fallen victim to being more courageous than we really should behind technology right and so like don't think you're above it because none of us are no (laughs) you know it is much easier to tend to send a text that says like you're the scum of the earth than it is to say that to someone's face. Right, and unfortunately, I think we've all been in situations where we have received and it's like that text, you are hurt, and it's like, oh my goodness, that's terrible. Yeah, and usually, if it's like a relationship you want to maintain, the person comes back, and I would say ten times out of ten, they say, "I regret sending that text. I should not have sent that text." Yeah, absolutely. You know, so don't don't be one of those people that regret it. Just don't send the text. Just don't do it. If it's a conversation that's crucial enough for your well-being, your relationships, your future, your business, whatever it is, have the conversation on the phone or have it in person, because that'll allow you to be able to remain more composed than you would behind the comfort of technology yes you know um but i mean that like that's really really a difficult thing especially when you are so angry yep right it's like i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna send her a text right now i'm so furious at her blah 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 or him or whoever so much control to not it is better take a deep breath put your phone away right you know go on a walk right. gain composure before you ever allow yourself like act. Yeah, before you ever allow yourself to break your character, you know, be yes. be go above it. Be b- above this, you know, right. be better than that. I think I think too something to remember about these conversations and text messages, it's when you choose to go in guns a blazing. So when you choose to just immediately jump down the throat of somebody, start yelling and having, you know, a very heated degrading argument is that really going to change their mind and is that really going to influence them to want to help you out and to have a good relationship with the person does it really do anything no and and here here's what's actually interesting about that meg you know obviously I, i hope you guys know that we're christian by now um christ is the perfect example of this I'm sure you had very, very serious conversations with people. Sure. And there there are times, I'm going to be real, there are times to stand up for yourself yes. and, f- and flip tables in the temple. Yes. You know, put your foot down. I completely but agree. But that is the exception. It's, that is not the rule, right? It really is an exception. It's, it's like Meg was even just talking about. It's like, you know, nine times out of ten, it is better for you to go in calm and collected. I would actually say like 9.9, like you're saying. It's very rare that you need to go in It's very rare that you need to flip tables. I think I, the only way, I'm going to be real, the only way that I think I would flip tables is if somebody was intentionally trying to like harm my, my family. Yeah. Right? And that's when I'd put my foot down, freak out, and be like, no. Go away. Yeah. yeah. It would know, have to be a very damaging heated. property yeah, would, or whatever. You know, it would have to be a really very, serious very serious situation. situation. But that I don't think any of these situations are to that extent. So no. be more like the 
Christ-like Savior that most people think of and like go in peacefully with the understanding that this is going to be a hard discussion, but you can remain composed and that you can handle it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So I, I, I don't know. I just think this is something, like I said, we've, so we've been discussing a lot about yes, we over have. the past few months because we've both fallen victim to the guns of blazing. The reason why is because we've learned from our own real experiences and right. have had that humbling and humili- like humiliating experience where I you know, went into a situation upset and... Um, you know, I, at the end of the day, like, I wasn't even mad at the person. I was mad at myself, you know. I yeah, was more mad yeah. at myself for how I handled it than the person in which I was, like, dealing with. Uh, yeah, I agree. And so, one last thing. So, this is something I learned in one of my um, college courses. So, it was actually a marriage and family therapy course. So, one of the most... the like you are the most effective as a person when you have when you practice emotional regulation right mm-hmm. when you're in control and you can regulate your own emotions that's when you can really influence people for the better and that's when you're effective yeah yeah absolutely uh-huh. and so there and what's cool is there are physical signs you know, not emotional signs, but there are physical signs that will tell you when you are not in emotional control. And I just need to be better at, you know, rec- you know, t- you know, it's just really hard in the heat of the moment when you're angry. But it's like if your heart is beating out of your chest and you feel your blood pressure rising and you can't hold still and there is a scowl on your face you are not in emotional control and that is when it takes a strong person to walk away regain their emotional regulation and then approach the situation you know when you are back in control because if you are feeling those physical symptoms you are not fit to have a conversation yeah, absolutely. and if emotions are high it is really not okay like you really shouldn't have those life-changing relationship altering conversations when you are not emotionally regulated no actually i was reading a how to father book the other day because obviously you guys know we're having twins but in the book it says the most ineffective thing that you can do for a child child is in a, a, a lecture Right, And I'm sure all of us can actually pinpoint a lecture yeah. in our life from our parents and it being like, this is the stupidest well, like, thing. What I remember, I don't even remember the lecture. I remember, I remember my parents me. out of control. That's Be, what that's, I remember. Yeah, exactly. And being like, right? I don't care what you like. Yeah, because you, you're an idiot. You can't like, even control your yeah, own emotions. You have no like, ground yeah. over and me. So, so actually that's one of the things that we really want to try to implement. And I, one of my sisters is a really good example of this actually. I, I remember on one occasion, so I have six siblings, mm-hmm. and I have, I think, 17 nieces and nephews now. Sure. One day, they were all a bunch of chowderheads, like absolutely just doing things that they the shouldn't be doing. And things that their not. parents <laughs> deliberately told them they not go, to do. Hey, do not do this. Yeah. And they... And they all did it. They okay. all did it anyways, as kids do. I watched every single one of my siblings, with the exception of one, freak out, go berserk, yell, and one of them just kind of pulled... <laughs> her son aside and was like dude just be good 
She like, was calm. You got to be better than this. She was like, collected. You're, you're better than this. And so, and I and I saw the difference. That kid is one of the most well-behaved that, kids. That kid is such a good kid. He's such a good kid, right? He's, like, he is such and a good like, kid. And I was like, and I watched all the others get like, yelled okay. and screamed at. Guess who? I don't want to put my siblings on the spot here, but their kids aren't as good. Uh, yeah. They aren't, right? Yeah. Right? And I'm like, that's actually very impressive as a parent and so even from that small example how much better off would you be as an employee or an employer or a husband or a wife or a parent if you were able to have that control right it's, you know you're just a more effective human being and that's that's the whole message behind this right is we want you to be able to have that control you know, it take and it's hard. It's not like some easy thing. It's it's actually a really difficult thing to do. So, I hope that you're able to master it as we're striving to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's all I have to say today. Sweet, so. but yeah. So tune in next time. Share this with a friend. Please. Let us know what your thoughts are, especially if you know how yes, to deal with somebody. Give us advice. Like difficult. I would love. I would love to know advice, and I also would love to hear any stories that you have um, where you were able to remain calm and then you were able to influence the person. Right, how. or when you went berserk and how it didn't go <laughs> so well. Because we can all relate. Yeah, we all can. <laughs> so, all right, thank you guys so much. Tune into our next episode. Bye. Oh, bye, guys. You've been listening to The Endless Party. Please feel free to join us over at our website, theendlessparty.com, for more of our content. Also, we would love to hear from you. Leave some comments and let us know what you're interested in us talking about. Seriously, like, subscribe, leave a five-star rating, whatever it is the platform says to do so that we can keep partying together.